You are listening to the Market Beautifully Podcast, episode number 20. Welcome to the Market Beautifully Podcast, a show where I offer marketing advice for lady entrepreneurs who crave to crack the code when it comes to getting noticed or expanding their brand online. I'm your host, Haley, and I can't wait to chat with you about what I have planned for today's episode. If you are working a full-time job and either thinking about starting a business or you've already started a business or your business is kind of a hobby right now and you're wanting to take it to that next level, you are in the right place because Tisa and I are chatting it up today about how to balance your life when it comes to working a nine-to-five and being the boss that you are as well. She has some fantastic takeaways, strategies, and advice if you're in this boat, so let's go chat with Tisa all about it. I know you're going to love her and I know you're going to get a lot from this episode today. Tisa, I'm so glad you're on the show. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm so glad you're here. So today, uh, Tisa and I are chatting about how to balance starting a business and working a full-time job. I know a lot of you are in this boat right now, which both of us can definitely relate to. So before we dive into this topic, Tisa, please please tell everyone what you're doing, what your full-time job is, and what your business is as well. Okay, well, my full-time job that I do during the day is I work... Um, in physical therapy rehabilitation mm-hmm. um, at the hospital, um, not far from my home. And then I come home and my um, business is I design jewelry and um, handcraft um, boho chic style jewelry. Mm-hmm. So those are my two things <laughs> that take up all my time. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is time consuming. It's definitely time consuming having a, a business and running a or having a full-time job. Um, yeah, and I love, 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 love your jewelry. I follow you on Instagram, and I'm just obsessed with not only your jewelry, but how you position it, like how you style it on Instagram. I I just love it, and it makes it even more appealing. And I, I check out your shop, and I always see your latest updates. So I, I really love what you're doing on Instagram. <laughs> oh, thank you. I appreciate that. That's wonderful. Yeah, it's, it's hard to, um, you know, when you're starting out trying to find your brand, your um, how to express your uh, just how you feel about your business and what you want people to get from your business. I just don't want people to buy a piece of jewelry and walk away, and that's the only, you know, thing they get out of it. I want a connection with this, with uh, my customers, and I want yeah. them to come back to to see, you know, what else I have that I've made. And they know when I, they buy my items and my designs that it's, they were made from, you just like the death of my soul. Like I can't, I can't just come in the studio and make stuff. You know, I'm not a robot and that's right. not how it works. And, you know, I, I have to, I don't want to say be in the mood, but just be inspired. And I, mm-hmm. and some days the inspiration doesn't stop and <laughs> I still have to get up in the morning and go to work. So it, those days are tough. Oh, I bet. Last year, I struggled with that. I I did a lot of that, a lot of early morning going to sleep and then, you know, getting up three hours later and going to work. And that only works for so long. And and it's not that I got burnt out. I still love doing it all. So I wanted to do it all. Mm -hmm. all, But I knew for me personally, health wise, and just as as a a human being living Mm -hmm. on this planet, I needed to not only work. Yeah. Yeah. You need sleep. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, sleep is very important. And being away, you know, you get yeah. I find that um I was more inspired once I started taking myself away from the studio and and away from just sitting in front of my um stuff trying to be inspired. I was finding I'd be I was more inspired when I walked away than I was just That's sitting in the um middle of the mix of all my stuff. Um Yeah. It is tough. So I want to go back to what you said when you said uh, you wanted people to connect with you. It wasn't just a one-time purchase for you. You wanted your customers to come back and connect with you. How do you feel like you you get that connection with your customers and have them come back? Do you have strategies in place? Um, you know, I don't know if I just – if I, I, I know that I don't sit down and say, ooh, if I do this, this mm-hmm. is what they're going to feel. I, I feel that um, – and a lot of it maybe isn't even just necessarily the piece I design. It's how I present it to 
to my uh, the people that follow me on Instagram, to people that come to my pop-up shops. And I'll give you a really short story here. I have this beautiful bracelet. It's been a really good seller. It's made with white quartz. It has a green lined jasper stone, and it's just gorgeous. It's a it's a simple statement piece, but it's it's just amazing. And I posted about you know the properties these gemstones offer the person that's wearing them. Mm-hmm. Somebody that follows me on Instagram messaged me, and they we got a conversation about her daughter has Lyme disease, and oh. some of the benefits that these stones offer would help her daughter, and it. And it it just touched me in so many ways. I sent her a bracelet and she bought another bracelet. Then we talked about it and somebody else talked and just kind of went crazy from there mm-hmm. to where now, you know, I have joined forces with them and, and spreading awareness about Lyme disease and how you can prevent your family or yourself from um, falling victim to this um, horrible disease and the conditions that are lifelong conditions. Um, and so, with that, you know, she read it and it, it meant something to her. And now her and I have this great relationship. And I've met several other people just through that one bracelet and the words I put in my posts and the meeting and how, mm-hmm. how, what that bracelet means to me. And, um, and I, I don't know. I think people are more connected with the story than they are just an object. Oh, yeah. I love that approach because I feel I well, I see a lot of jewelry shops and their only connection with the customer is the sales that they put on Instagram. It's like, oh, we're having 15 percent off today. And that's the only time they really connect with their customer and give that customer a sense of, I guess, happiness in a way because they're like, oh, it's a sale and they jump on it. But I love that approach because it's a more personable approach and it makes your brand more personable. Like you're not just a jewelry store. There is someone beyond that. There is someone behind the scenes running it. There's a personable approach to what you're doing. And I think that that's just so awesome because you're able to connect with those customers and they're obviously going to come back to you because you took that personable approach. Oh, certainly, certainly. And and you meet wonderful people all over the world that way. And, mm-hmm. you know, I have clients and, um, or customers, clients at my daytime job, customers at my nighttime job, it's really <laughs> hard to uh, separate the two, but anyway, my customers, yeah, I'm sure. yeah, I have them globally and it's, and it's really amazing and just incredible to know that I have these connections in Australia and London and, mm-hmm. you know, South Africa and just different places. And we, you know, sometimes we jump on calls like this. Sometimes we just shoot emails back and forth. Um, I don't know. It's just, it's like having like this big group of pen pal buddies and, <laughs> and you just connect that way. And, and sometimes we talk jewelry. Sometimes we don't, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. But my, the, the bottom line for me is, yeah, certainly I want to make money. Certainly I want it to be successful, but I also want to make connections. I want to mean something not me personally, but my, what I'm offering them have a meaning to them. You Mm -hmm. know, I want to empower people to, um, to connect with others and to be brave and to take their journey, um, that is given to them and make the best out of it. And, and others, people out there that support them, um, with words, with kindness, with, you know, yeah, all types of things like that. Not having, you know, having a job I love during the day and a job I love at night, there's not that separation. So I come home and I don't have to chill out and kind of have that calm time. Um, like with some jobs that are stressful and you have to do that. So I just dive right into working, um, which leads to lots of work. And I had to find systems that worked for me to open up more space and time for myself. Um, and without these systems, I think I probably would have went crazy last year. Um, (laughs) And I didn't find them all in one day. It was like I would find one. I thought, that's the answer. Yay. Now I have an extra 10 minutes because of that. And <laughs> yeah. I was blessed and, and grateful for that. But then it was like, okay, that 10 minutes is not enough. So where else in my business can I find another system that's going to help me make this run smoother and quicker and and um, where I'm not always having to redo everything every single time? And that's made a huge change in my time, which was, it was really weird in the beginning because it's like, now I got all this time. Am I not working? Because I'm not working 90 hours a week. Am I not working now? But I was still, I was getting better results actually. Um, so I, I finally got used to it. <laughs> and, and, it and it works well for me. And I'm always looking for other systems to, to, 
to fall into place as I need them. You know, some things I don't need just yet, but mm -hmm. um, I know they're there and I'm ready for them. And I'm not going to hesitate to jump on board um, to to make things easier for myself. So you have the balancing act going on with your full-time job and you also have this jewelry store. And how are you making it? I mean, you, I feel like... I'm in the same boat. We're both working all the time. It, it, you just have to whenever you have a full-time job and you run your own business. So how do you stop working and not feel guilty? For me, this is extremely hard. And also, it doesn't help that I feel like if you're an entrepreneur, if you have entrepreneurial blood, then you're kind, you just become a workaholic because you're so passionate about what you do. And then when you stop working, you just think, oh, I could be doing this right now and that could be furthering my business. So how do you yes. just slow <laughs> down and in a way that doesn't make you feel guilty? You know, I, I use Trello, which has helped me a lot. It mm -hmm. helped me um, see what all that I actually do. Now that it's all spread out on my boards, it's like, whoa, I do a lot. So now that I know that I'm doing a heck of a lot, I'm not yeah. being lazy or, or ignoring my business. And then I just penciled in or made a decision that um, three, maybe four days a week, if I, it, depending on how busy I am with um, outside shows, I will work till nine o'clock. But after nine, I'm done. I have to stop. You know, I can't work till 12 and one and two in the morning anymore. Um and so I treat myself, and this is going to sound silly, but so my treat is if I get my work done and I don't, you know, mess around and, and be silly, um, I can sit down on Netflix and catch up on the Gilmore Girls with popcorn and a glass <laughs> of wine. And I, I look forward to that. It's like, ooh, if I get all this done, then I get to go do that. Some days it doesn't happen. Like last night, I didn't get my work done. I didn't get to do it. I was so mad. Oh. But, you know, because I just, I got, I, what happened is I get, sidetracked you know squirrel yeah. squirrel oh this looks cool I should go do this yeah I just don't stay on task and for creatives it's hard to stay on task it is because you you see an idea and you're like oh I could go with that so now uh -huh. if I if an idea pops up I sketch it out or write it down stick it in Trello and then mm -hmm. walk away and then go do what I sat down to do love it and you know just really try to discipline myself that way it doesn't work all the time but it's it's working most of the time and I'm hoping the more I practice it the more just that's how that's going to be you know I'm going to have these are the hours I'm going to you know work on this knowing that there's going to be some times that I will pro I will have to work more if I have more shows and I have to make more things or mm -hmm. I have to you know send out more flyers or whatnot you know those those weeks are still there but they don't have to be there constantly Okay, so you're giving yourself grace. I love that you said Rome wasn't built in a day. This really resonated with me because for me, I have an idea. And like you said, us creatives have an idea. We want to roll with it. And so immediately I think, oh, I'm going to build this in a day. I mean, I just yesterday thought of a really cool coaching program and I wanted to build it in a week. And I thought, no, Haley, you can't do that. You have a full-time job and you have another business. Like you can't do that. So how do you give yourself grace with, whenever it comes to that? So I have a couple of pretty big projects right now. And last year, whenever I would um, think of a new launch or a project, it was like, oh, I, sh I should get all this done in like two weeks. And, and the first one, I nearly killed myself getting it ready because I made commitments on um, saying when I'd have them done. And it was very difficult. And then it became where it wasn't fun because I just, I had to get it done. And I, I didn't want to do that more. And I realized if I'm sitting here hand making every piece, if I'm sitting here hand writing every, all my scripts, because, you know, I don't have a VA, I don't have it, anybody mm -hmm. else on my office and studio working with me nobody helps me make things package things. well my parents sometimes will come over and <laughs> package if I have big orders have, we'll oh that's adult, sweet you know, make boxes open boxes stamp boxes you know and that helps because that's like yeah. you know work that has to be done that it's like oh I you know I need to do other things yeah but um but it's it's just I don't even know where I was going with this <laughs> <laughs> Ah, but um, giving yourself you grace, yeah. yeah, give myself grace. So, yes, knowing that, um, I, I know I think in the beginning, I, I set the foundation of maybe three years worth of work in a year, and I worked hard. And, and it's not that it made my 
my business better or it made my business be all awesome, it made it be where it is today mm-hmm. and it got it there a little quicker than I thought it would, but I worked mm-hmm. so hard and I didn't really need to. It's not that if I don't get my business going now and have everything in place tomorrow, I'm not going to succeed. That's not true. There's a billion, probably more than a billion people that live on this planet and some of them don't know about this business or that business or this business. But when you put yourself out there and you reach people that are like you in the same way of, of things that interest them, things that are important to them, things mm-hmm. that are in their heart, then you're, you you are what they know. They, they were looking for you and they found you. There may be thousands of other people out there doing similar things, but they're not, if you're not speaking to the, if they're not speaking to them, but you are, then then you're that person. So you have to take that time to not rush things. There's a lot of things I wish I hadn't rushed, like that launch that nearly killed me. So now <laughs> I, I go through my Trello. This is where I was going with this. So I, I go in my Trello and it has a launch and it has it broken down every little step that it takes. And that, that took a while to sit down like, what all does it take for me to make this project go from A to Z and be done? Um, so I get all that out there and then I just start putting in things and then knowing that I'm not gonna be able to do 90 things Mm -hmm. in two days. It's just not possible. If I do them, they're not going to be done well. Exactly. And then I'm going to be upset about it later. So, you know, I have to break it all down. You know, if I make new products, then I had to make them, then I know I had to photo shoot them. But, you know, sometimes photo shoots don't work plan Mm -hmm. out as well because the weather can be crappy. The lighting can be crappy. I cannot have enough memory on my camera. Things happen, you know, you're just not prepared for, and then you miss that moment. You have to wait for another time. So you have to give yourself um, time for error. And, and if that error doesn't come, then, then you complete your project or whatever it is you're working on early. And then you really feel good about that. But yeah, you rushing a job or a idea is, is not ideal. Um, because I rushed a lot of ideas that I wish I hadn't rushed and wish I hadn't even done mm-hmm. after I'd done them. I'm like, eh, that, like that design's off or that launch was crappy or I shouldn't have went to that show. I should have really thought it out instead of just jumping in and, and right. rushing through things. So it's like take time, breathe, pause, and be like, okay, let's really think about this. Is this mm-hmm. where, I, is this good for my business? Is this good for me? How it might, is it going to cause stress? Is it even doable? But you still, then there's that fine line of you have to push yourself also. Mm-hmm. Right, exactly. <laughs> you know, to do things. So it's like, oh, it's such a balancing act. And it's always a balancing act. No matter if you're beginning or if you've been doing something 10 years, it's always a balancing act um, to make yeah. decisions that's good for your, your business and for yourself personally. The great thing about Trello is that if you end up, let's say, you know, you went to that show and you didn't like it, you can make a note in Trello that said, yeah, did not care for this show. Yes. So next year, you're not going to that show. And that saved you a whole weekend. Exactly. Yeah. So tracking you things bet. in Trello. You did you take the Trello for business course through TCC? Oh yeah. If I had no. It changed my life. It changed my life. Yeah. Shout out to a- a- Abigail and Emily from Think Creative Collective. I just want, I know we're both in the TCC community. I love Trello for Business. It's only $29, guys, and it is so awesome. It will teach you systems and just processes, like exactly what Tisa is talking about, and it actually maps out your whole business. So you can see exactly what you're working on every single day, and if you have a set time at 9 p.m. to where you can drink your wine and watch Gilmore Girls like Tisa, then you can check off your Trello list for that day, and then you can go sit your booty down and watch some Gilmore Girls. So Trello's awesome. You should definitely check out Trello for business. I know it has helped me create awesome systems in my business personally, and it saved me tons of time, especially when you're working a full-time job, because time is so precious when you have a full-time job and you have a business, and you have to make sure that whenever you are working on anything that you're working on for your business, that you aren't sucking up all your time going from like scatterbrained idea to the next scatterbrained idea because you only have so much time. 
Um, and you want to make sure that you're actually profitable with that time as well. So it's kind of like an investment. So what's your return on that investment with your time? Um, if you start thinking like that, Trello will help you start thinking like that also. So yeah, I would Trello. Trello's awesome. Create systems. <laughs> oh yeah. Life changer, game changer. That's for sure. Definitely every business needs it. Yes. Hands down. Hands down. So Hands down. setting schedules. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. How do right. you, yeah. How do you set schedules for your business, Tisa? Um, so before I worked seven days a week, not in my day job, but at my um, business, if there was an hour in the day that I wasn't doing anything, I was working business. So I've had to, um, like, you know, with the Gilmore girls thing, get finished at nine or eight. If I'm, <laughs> it's a great day. Um, and then just, I pick two days out of the week and, and they change all the time based on what my friends are doing and if they're available. Mm -hmm. And I don't, don't work on those days. I don't do business. I try to at least one um, day on the weekend work business because then I could get a lot done. And then I'm here during the time that the lighting is good. If I want to make um, some photo shoot happen, then um, I can work it then. Or I just try to find time that's more accessible. Like for instance, this last Saturday I was at a pop-up shop at West Elm. It's kind of slow. Store is slow. Things are happening. It's a nice cloudy day. Lighting was perfect in the store. So I did my photo shoot at West Hill. Yeah. So, you know, and I'm like, no, nah, I don't have to do it tomorrow. Awesome. I have a whole day. I can do whatever I want, you know. Yeah. And some days I don't have anything to do. And what I want is being in the studio. And that's okay, too. It's okay mm -hmm. to want to do it. But it's okay to want to go do other things as well. Yeah, because I think when your friends and family see you just working so hard, they get a little um, been out of shape a little bit because you know they get neglected. They love you, they want to spend mm -hmm. time with you, and they miss you. You know, they want to support you, but they don't want to support you if they never get to see you. Yeah, you know, they yeah. want to you know help you in ways, but then they you know you don't want them not to like what you're doing. Right. Um, even if it's for to better your family or, or to make you know more time for your family in the end, you know, if that's what you're looking for, you, mm -hmm. you just want that transition from your full-time job to then your business somewhere in the between not the family time and friendship time, not get lost and neglected. That's important. Uh, spending time loved ones is important. And yeah. and yourself does yourself is a loved one. You have to think of yourself as a loved one to yourself. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it does make you sense. Have to love yourself. <laughs> you do. Self care. Um, one of the things that I have started setting in my schedule, is episode eight, I talk with Christy Lawrence. About, and she created the app plan. So what she does, and I've started setting this in my schedule, she sits in her bathtub and she has crayons, like those crayons that you use in your bathtub, and she creates business plans yeah. in the bathtub. How cool. Yeah. And so I was thinking, okay, I can relax, but I can also create business plans to me is relaxing. And that might be a little weird, but I feel like all entrepreneurs, I mean, it's just relaxing because it's just, it's so much fun. You, you get to be creative. So I create funnels and, and marketing plans while I'm in the bathtub soaking and I can drink my <laughs> wine and then I can get my crayons and pull them out and write on the side of the bathtub and I can have tons of awesome business ideas. So you can do both at one time. You can multitask and set it in your schedule. Yeah. Yeah. There's times when I've had to make a big order but if I'm able to not have to be in the studio and I can put everything on a nice big tray and turn all the lights on in the mm -hmm. living room, I'll sit down and watch the Gilmore Girls and mm -hmm. make whatever I need to make. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I feel like I'm not working. I'm still, you know, kind of having a relaxing time but getting stuff done. So how do you um, allow yourself time or patience, I guess, for yourself if you have a setback in your business? That's tough. Um, so when things like if it gets slow or, or it's not going in the direction I want it to for that month, um, I do a couple of things. I either jump on a call with another um, business badass and mm -hmm. just hash it out and say, hey, this is what's happening. And a lot of times they're like, yeah, no kidding. This just happened to me and blah, blah, blah. And then mm -hmm. we just kind of talk things out. Or I look up, see if there's any local mastermind groups going on in the area that I could just hop in and go to a meeting and just you get inspiration and, and mm -hmm. when you know that you're not alone that everybody has bad times everybody has a slow time mm -hmm. not everybody's 
you know, busy times or successful times are the same, yeah. you know, and it, it all just kind of goes at its own pace for, mm -hmm. for whatever. Or I'll sit back and think, what am I not doing? Is there something mm -hmm. I'm not doing? You know, if I'm doing everything I could possibly be doing correctly, mm -hmm. am I posting on Instagram? Am I putting good images out? Am I writing decent, you know, messages? Am I, am I saying something or am I being too salesy? What's going on? You know, um, am I not making connections? You know, is it me or is it just what's happening? You know, sometimes yeah. you can't control, you know, some of those things and it, it's just a time that maybe it's saying you, you need to slow down for a minute. Yeah. Take it and, you know, and embrace it and, and slow down for a bit and I get busy again. <laughs> <laughs> Things will happen. Ideas will pop into your head and you'll come back to the computer and you're like, oh, that's how I should have done that. Well, why didn't I think of that before? Yeah. And maybe we're just too busy inside our head and we got so many things going on that things aren't, aren't happening. You know, they're just spinning around and nothing's stopping. Yeah. And landing where it needs to. Yeah. I am so. really big with talking things out. If I have a setback in my business, I, if I just find someone like what you're talking about, find finding someone and being able to mm -hmm. talk it all out with them and just have them listen and give me feedback, I will more than likely solve my problem that I have with the setback Yourself. and I'll figure out a solution. <laughs> yeah. And right. I use my time wisely with that. I have an hour and a half drive to work and then an hour and a half drive back. So I, oh, wow. yeah, I always use my time really wisely. So I'm in the car nine hours a week and I think, okay, an hour and a half there, I'm learning. I'm listening to podcasts. I'm listening to audiobooks. I'm, you know, becoming a sponge of knowledge, basically. And then on my way back, I take, I do coaching calls. I um, talk to my business friends. If I do have a setback, that's the time that I talk to them about it. And that's the time that I talk through things and I figure out plans. So if you do have a setback, maybe just think on your way back from work, you can call someone. Just jump on the phone and call. Right. Certainly. No, that's great. And, you know, um, I didn't bring up podcasts, but I, I pencil in every Wednesday afternoon because I work a half a day on Wednesdays at the mm -hmm. hospital. That's when I get caught up on all my podcasts. I just go through them, boom, 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 and listen to them. And that's the day. Because before I was trying to do everything every day and all the things all the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. It's podcast Wednesday. That's when you listen to them. I don't care if tomorrow they have a new one. You're going to listen to it next Wednesday. That's just how that's going to be. <laughs> and um, I just had to kind of do that. And then I don't even, once I get done, I don't think about them anymore. Till the next Wednesday. And then I, you know, pull the, the podcast I listen and just start listening. Well, I have hours of, of listening, that's for sure. Yeah. But, you know. I love that idea. I feel like it's always important, especially when you're working full time, is just using that extra time you have to listen to podcasts and, you know, to to keep learning because we should always keep learning no matter what. Oh, you will definitely. find great marketing tips and strategies that you probably wouldn't have even figured out. And with podcasts, yeah. I mean, you get to listen to some really awesome leaders in the industry. It's just, it's so awesome. Oh, yeah. And, you know, when you listen to podcasts, Sometimes just even revisiting them because mm -hmm. wherever you are at your business at one moment, that podcast, it, it just may not click like, yeah, I don't even know what they're talking about. Mm -hmm. or, I'll never see myself doing that. Four months from there, that time, oh, you may be in that place. You mm -hmm. may have just kind of your business evolved and there you are. If you go back and listen to some of them, it, it does make sense and, mm -hmm. and, it, and it is a benefit for you and your business. So... Yeah, podcast rock. <laughs> they do. Someone, it's, it's like somebody's just reading knowledge to me. I love it. Yes. Just read that knowledge. <laughs> I know. And you can do other things. You can clean the house. And that's what I love yes. about it is I can cook my yeah. breakfast. I can be on my hour and a half trek to work or, you know, like yeah. whatever the heck I'm doing, I can, I can learn. And I love that. Yeah. I yeah, feel awesome. like around, kind of, there's, there's kind of like a, not a bubble, that's the wrong word, but... Um, kind of like a sticky note that people tag on you whenever you're working full time and they tell you, oh, you have your side hustle, but mm. you say, no, I have two jobs. And that's the way I feel because exactly. I work just as hard on my business as I do at my job. It's not harder. I mean, I, I know I work harder at my business than I do at my job right. just because I'm so passionate about it. So, uh, what's your yeah. response to that? Well, it's taken a lot of time to get used to not call it. Oh, on the side, I do this. 
or mm-hmm. I had this little thing going on. And, you know, it, it took a lot of discipline to just stop and say, oh, I also have my own business. You know, I do, you know, the physical therapy during the day, but I have my own. And I don't say at night I have my own business because it's not always at night. I'm making money during the day. I'm just mm-hmm. not, you know, I get orders during the day. So I'm, I have a business. And so it, it's taken a while for me to fine tune my elevator pitch, if you will. Mm-hmm. And, and it's, I'm still evolving with that. You know, oh, it's yeah. like sometimes things come out and I'm like, what? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. That's not what I meant to say. Or um, yeah. I'm just kidding. So this is really what I meant to say. But you yeah. know, and people who know me, they know I'm just a goofball anyway. So they're like, Oh, okay, whatever. But, um, <laughs> It, it did take a bit for me to acknowledge that what I'm doing is a business, mm-hmm. not a side thing. It's not a hobby. And if it was, and then I don't need to be working so many hours on it. If it's a hobby, <laughs> that'd be silly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I just had to take it serious. So other people would take it serious. And I, and I think that the turning point for me was when I started getting some of my designs in stores I would have some of my coworkers who come up and they're like, oh my gosh, I saw your designs in so-and-so store. And I told them I knew you and I'm sitting there going, whoa, you know, it kind of sunk in that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Wow. Okay. There is a, there is a separation. It's not a hobby. It's a business. Yeah. And, you know, they're seeing it as a business. So I, by golly, better start seeing it as a business and start explaining it and mm-hmm. describing it to another person as a business. You know, yeah. if I want to be taken serious and take it to the, you know, whatever next level that's next for me. I know with me, a lot of people don't understand what I do. And maybe that's more because I'm I'm selling programs and workshops and f- freelancing. So it's a little more complicated to, to people to grasp their head around how you can make money off doing that. But everyone who right. knows me asks, how's your job doing? They never ask about my business because they don't take it seriously because they don't think that I make money from it. And it's crazy to me because I'm so passionate about my business. I make more money from my business than I actually do from my full-time job now. Um, I just didn't like working at home alone. And that's the honest reason why I took this job is because I was so lonely and depressed and I had anxiety and it was just because I'm such an extrovert I need to be around people and I hated being cooped up in the house it just I was being driven crazy and they always say you know how your your boss makes you like no, me being my own boss made me go crazy because I had no friends. I mean, I had friends, I but they were all online. Crazy. Yeah. And right. I mean, I love working for myself. Yeah. It's just, I can't do it just by myself. I need someone with right. me. I like, if I could run my own business and have people work for me locally, that would be fantastic. And I wouldn't mind doing it if we had a local meetup, but I don't have that anywhere around my area. And I don't want to hire anyone around this area. So it would it would be more online hiring. And that's right. why I took this job. And I love it. Five years from now, two years from now, heck, people will think of it totally differently. I agree. Um, but I'm just still, it's still a new type thing. Because um, I'll still have some people say, well, are you going to open a store? I'm like, I have a store. Well, where is it? I was like, here's a web address. But that's, I was like, it's my store. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I've had a jewelry store before about 10 years ago, hated it. I hated being confined to a building, to Mm -hmm. a a place and, and certain hours and yuck. (laughs) I'm not that type of person. I need to be on the move. And I just, I like, I don't know the gypsy way of selling, just pick up your stuff and go to someplace else, do a pop-up have fun and move on, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know. I just think that's really cool. It kind of leaves a little mystery. No one knows where you're going to be next. So they're looking for <laughs> you and they're asking about you. Yeah. You know, it's kind of cool. I think, I think if you have a store, it'll always be, Oh, I'll go there tomorrow. Oh, I didn't make it. So maybe next week. So yeah. you still, you kind of have that going on too. And it's just a lot of commitment to when you get a brick and mortar, a lot of commitment. It is. Yeah. And they're done that. Don't want to do that again. Anytime soon. I'm not going to say I'll never do it. Yeah. So kind of in my mind, have an idea how I want my, how I see my business going in the future. Mm-hmm. But right now I don't want to, I don't want to have a store. 
Um, okay, so I feel like since we both have full-time jobs and we run businesses, and I know there's so many people out there that are in the same boat, we make a lot of mistakes. And maybe that's because, well, every business owner makes mistakes, no matter whether you have a full-time job or not. But how do we embrace these mistakes, learn from them, and then make our businesses even better from these mistakes that we've made? Right. Um, well, what I've done is just... The moment you think, oh, that was a bad idea, it probably was a bad idea. Um, yeah. <laughs> don't try to make it a good idea. Don't try to tweak that bad idea. You could take that lesson and you get Trello's, uh, bring that up again. It's another great place to put mm -hmm. those bad ideas and yep. to document why was it a bad idea? Mm -hmm. What went wrong? Uh, what did you not like? What did what did you like? And then take the pieces that were good and grow from there. Love it. I hate I hate to think of things as being a mistake or a bad idea as not as much as it's a learning experience. Mm -hmm. um, it's how we how we evolve in business and life is we do things and we make mistakes sometimes, um, and we have to learn from that. Um, we keep doing the same thing over and over again. We're going to get the same results. And we can only be upset at ourselves, not um, clients or right. the town we live in, the platform we're on. If we keep doing the same thing over and over again, and we're not getting results, and we're not willing to change, mm -hmm. then it's our own problem. Yeah, it's not anything. Um, we could have the best idea in the world, but if we're not presenting it right or or doing all the things, then it's just an idea, and that's yeah. that's all it is. Um, so we had to be willing to learn and like, you know, you mentioned with podcasts or taking courses, we, we need to learn about branding. We need to know what that's about. Your brand is beautiful. I love all your, your oh, colors and you. they remind me a lot of my colors and they're mm -hmm. just, they're welcoming, warm, beautiful colors. Mm -hmm. Thank and you so much. Maybe that's not for everybody because you like it and I like it, but the person uh -huh. next to us might like bold colors. Right. That's okay. Right. Do bold. Do you. Don't do yeah. someone else. Because yes. if you do someone else, you're not going to succeed because it doesn't, it's not going to feel right no. ever. You can't force something. It's like, no. you know, if you're in a bad marriage, get out. If you're <laughs> in a bad business idea, get out. You know, it's like, it just won't work. Right. You know, it, it won't grow. It'll just stay stagnant. And then you'll be, you'll think that your idea was not a good one. And, and maybe it was that you just didn't approach it right. Or you didn't yeah. um, learn from your mistakes. And it's okay to admit you made mistakes. And I, and I have found that, you know, I've, I've had some major design flops and I've posted them and laughed <laughs> at them. And people, you know, some people are like, oh, that's, that's pretty. And I was like, you know, it's not, you know. And then they're like, well, yeah, well, yeah, it's not kind of, we thought it'd be rude to say something. No, it's terrible. It's okay to say something. You know, like, <laughs> I told you it was terrible. It's okay. But, you know, you just have to be willing to learn from mistakes. Mm -hmm. um, if you're willing to go out and tr do try, then you need to be willing to also accept that was not a good decision. Um, and then change what you need to change to make it better. And then maybe that's not the best way either. You just keep changing and fixing things or tweak and repeat, tweak and repeat as the girls say on the creative collective yeah. <laughs> until you get it right or until it works mm -hmm. for you. Yeah. By surrounding ourselves with other people in a community, though, we're able to not only have our mistakes being point out in a nice way, but also have that constructive criticism to where they can push us to be better business owners and push us even further, which is what you were saying is you were saying, don't get stuck. Don't do the same thing. You know, you're never going to get better if you're always doing the same thing. So uh, community is such a crucial aspect and it's even more crucial when you're working full time because those people that you're working with may not understand why you even have a other business in the first place because you have a full time job. So why would you work somewhere else when you're already getting paid at this job? Um, and they may see it as just a transition for quitting, which it may be, or they just they just can't wrap their head around it, which is okay. But you need people that are going to be uplifting and people that get you, people that understand why you're doing what you do and having that community. I know Tisa and I are both in the Think Creative Collective community. I know I have my own community with amazing women, and there are some just incredible uh, community communities out there online. One of the other ones that I wanted to mention, well, two, two 
that I really wanted to mention were the Rising Tide Society. That is a local meetup, uh, a lot of local meetups. I'm telling you, you are going to fall in love because you were able to actually meet up with people in person at coffee shops or at a hotel, you know, those hotel rooms that you book. I can't think conference rooms. Wow. I couldn't even think of that word, <laughs> whatever. Um, so that you mean you can meet up at conference rooms. You can meet up where wherever, uh, with that group of people local that are running businesses too. So they're going to get you, you can crack the same jokes. You can, you know, I mean, they're going to understand entrepreneurship. Um, another one that I wanted to mention was Covell. Covell is basically like a Facebook for female business owners. It is amazing. It's free to create a profile. You can connect. You can collab. You can uh, get set up virtual coffee dates with other business owners. So if you're feeling lonely, just say, hey, here's my scheduling calendar link. You could use Calendly or, I mean, there are tons of other scheduling apps. I use Calendly and send it out there, schedule a coffee date and hop on Skype with them. Um, it's definitely worth it. They also have flock parties, which is where Tisa and I met. Tisa and I met at a flock party through Covell. Um, it was flock and co, but now it's Covell. So just surrounding ourselves with people like that it just inspires you. It gives you better ideas for your business. And it also helps your business grow because you have other women supporting you and sharing what you're doing as well. So what kind of communities are you in and how, how do you feel like other people should get involved in communities when they're working full-time and having a business as well? Um, the very first community I was in for mastermind group was, um, creative chicks coffee and collaboration. Mm -hmm. Um, they're now, um, They've evolved into the Little Black Death Society. Oh. But um, all last year, I went every single month, wouldn't miss a month at all because I, I just couldn't wait for the next one. Um, it, but it was a small group. It was 10, 10 um, biz babes, and we would sit around the table mm -hmm. with coffee, and we would just chit-chat. We would just throw out, you know, these are things I'm working on. This is what I have questions about. This is what's stumping me. You know, in the beginning, though, I was I was nervous to be in groups like that because yeah. in the beginning, talking about your business is like, if I tell people my stuff, they're going to do my stuff. It's like, ah, you know, I, it was just weird. It's like, do you keep everything a secret? You know, don't say anything. So the very first one, I didn't say too much of anything other than, hi, my name is, and this is what I do, and that's, that's all I talk about. But then as the months went on, I felt more comfortable and and I trusted these gals and the feedback and the excitement and everything that built up in those two hour meetings, I would come home and just be like pumped and be just ready yeah. to go. And it just really moved me in my business. It helped me understand that I'm not in this alone. There are people out there and they don't have, and they don't have to be a jewelry person to understand what I'm doing. They don't have to be this kind of creative or that kind of creative. We have creatives in all aspects of creativity in these groups, but we all are the foundation's the same. You're trying to build your business, trying to build your brand. You're trying to leave a mark in this world. You're trying to make a dollar. Mm -hmm. You're trying just to be better and to provide a good service or product to somebody. And it was amazing. And, um, so that was my first one. And, um, and I haven't, they're online now because our um, local person, um, resigned. So we don't have anybody here in Tulsa doing the meetups anymore. So, um, I haven't gotten to one in a couple of months, no. but so I've been doing the Coville. So that's awesome. Been doing some of the flock parties there and I like those. Um, so just really with that and then just getting on the TCC, uh, Facebook group and shooting out, you know, like, Hey, you know, anybody know a good, whatever, you know, if I was looking for things for bookkeeping and it's so great to throw out those ideas mm -hmm. or those questions rather, because there's so many people on there and they all, somebody's doing it the, mm -hmm. the way you need to do it. And so you find those answers and that's awesome. You know, it's better than Google search. It's kind of like a Google search in your own. Group, yes. But so it's really cool. Yes. And, and they get you and they understand mm -hmm. your frustrations and sometimes they, they, uh, they've gone through it. So they really help you avoid a lot of the, um, you know, getting the wrong um, app or the wrong service or system, mm -hmm. they, they could lead you right to the right place. So that's, that's really great. And everybody's helping everybody. And that's, it's just, it, like I said, it's a great community, community of business people, um, all just working towards the same goal pretty yeah. much. And, you know, like the rising type 
society says, you know, uh, community or competition. I think mm-hmm. it's awesome. You know, I think it's great to just lift others up and meet people that way and, and make friendships um, without trying to sell them something. Just really be genuine. Like, oh, you know, you're a photographer. I love your style. Let's talk. And then you have a friend or, you know, mm-hmm. just whatever it is that you're perusing through Instagram or Facebook looking at and enjoying. <laughs> yeah. Before we wrap up, I want to talk about the evolution of our business whenever we're working full time. So you said we need to be willing to change it. What do you feel like that looks like? What does a pivot point in your business look like to you? I think so, you know, in the beginning, it's just not possible to do all things. And um, by that, I mean, all last year, my business evolved so many times. It pivoted so many times. <laughs> it was just, it was fun. It wasn't frustrating. Mm-hmm. It was just like, oh, mm-hmm. this is where I need to go now. You know, and it was, and, and it was anything from um, packaging. Like my first packaging was hideous. <laughs> I love my packaging now, but it, it just took me getting out there and working it mm-hmm. and listening and trying things to find out what works. And, um, and I would love to say that I send my order to a company and somebody else does it for me, but I'm not at that place yet. So I design all mine and print all mine off and cut all mine out all by hand. <laughs> so, my goodness. So it, it, so it's a lot of stuff. So when I have big orders, it's like, I have to make time for all the things cause I, that's what I have to do, but I'm, I'm happy with the result. Um, my, my brand has shifted um, a few times in the last year, maybe not necessarily like color-wise, but just like how I take my photos. And it's mm-hmm. still still evolving a little bit. I kind of really like where I'm going now and, and have for the last several months. But in the beginning, if you go scroll back through my Instagram feed, it's kind of scary. <laughs> they are like awful. And um, because I just, I didn't, I was just beginning and I was just like, ah, you know, how do I want to do this? Cause I had done a jewelry business before and I knew what I styled then. And then I just kind of went and hiatus and didn't do anything. But when I picked it back up, I kind of went back to that style. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what am I, I don't, I don't want to do that now. You know, there's, there's something more to me than this. And it took just doing stuff and evolving. And I've retired so many designs. It's not even funny. Mm-hmm. And now I, I could care less. I don't even miss them. But when I look through my feed now or I look through my shop, I'm like, man, I'm really, I'm proud of these. Mm-hmm. These to me, I, ha- I, I feel connected to. And I didn't think if I would have, you know, set on my high horse and said, well, these designs worked. I sold X amount. I'm just going to keep doing this. Mm-hmm. It's really not what I want, but they're selling. Well, I don't care if they're selling or not. That's I didn't feel good about those. So I needed to just keep listening to where I was heading and paying attention to, to what was coming out of my designs and, and really what caught my eye yeah. um, whenever I was out and about um, town. And, and for me, it's more nature. It's more, you know, the natural uh, look. Mm-hmm. And I don't like, I'm not a vibrant color or sparkly, sparkly person. Um, so I'm not going to design that way. I right. thought that's what I needed to do in the beginning because that's what a lot of people like and that's fine. That's great, but it's just not my style. So I, you know, I made them and it's like, man, you know, if I had to make like 50 of them in a row, I probably would have like cool stab myself in the eye. But <laughs> the designs I have now, I, I enjoy them because I'm like, oh, that's so pretty. And it has this meaning and these stones are great. And I don't yeah. know. It's just, you have to be open and listen to, to just listen to the voices. <laughs> yeah. So you're you know. following your intuition and I like that you're listening yes. to what your intuition is saying about your product or wherever you're at in your business. And then you're also being able to like be open to criticism and you're taking advice from others and then you're just shifting your business as you go. And I feel like as a business owner, it's kind of like designing a website. Like you never feel like your website's perfect. You're always kind of tweaking here and there. I always feel like that. So I feel like your business is, is along those lines too. You're always going to be tweaking. You're always going to be a changing and shifting everything and that's okay that's actually a really good thing oh yeah Um, yeah and you have to be willing to say no to people I've had a lot of people come up to me and say why don't you make holiday bracelets or why don't you make um 
you know, the collegiate bracelet colors. And I'm like, cause that's not my style. It's not my brand. There's many others people out here that design bracelets like that. Just go, go to them. It's okay. But I'm not going to make that. It's yeah. not me. I don't want to do it. <laughs> and they're just like, but you'll make money. I was like, I don't care. I, I don't want to do it. I don't want to make a bracelet that's good for a month, you know, has Christmas trees on it. They're only going to wear it during Christmas time. I, I, I don't, you know, that's just, I don't want to do that. <laughs> and people yeah. think I'm nuts. They're like, why? I was like, I, I, cause I don't. And I'm going to be firm with that. I made a bracelet early on for a, a customer. She wanted, she liked one of my bracelets, but didn't like that much turquoise and wanted this and didn't want that. So I put a bracelet together for her, sent her a photo of it. And she hated it. I thought it was beautiful. And she goes, no, this is what I want. So she wrote it out and I'm like, all right, she's serious. So I made it the way she wanted. She loved it. I hated it. And I was like, I don't mm -hmm. want to send this to her. It's hideous, but she loved it. And, but I'll never take a special order like that again. It's, I just, I don't want to put out that kind of work. If I'm not, if I don't feel good about it, I don't want to. Right. Do I don't blame so. you at all. I feel like, I mean, it is like an extension of our soul, especially when we create something, it's, especially for people like you, because you're creating an actual tangible product and you're pouring your heart and soul into this creative design. And, and you don't want to put something out there that you don't feel comfortable with. I definitely understand that completely. Well, I am so glad that you came on the show, Tisa, and, and you talked to us about how you're balancing working full time and, and running this awesome business that you have called the On feather so please tell everyone where they can shop your website and also tell people where they can just hang out with you to get to know you even better right right so um you could shop me at uh the onyxfeather.com mm -hmm. and um i'd love to hang out with y'all on instagram at the onyx feather and i also have a facebook page um the onyx feather so those two places you can find me and we can um stir up some conversations and you can see, see my styles and my crazy life. <laughs> I try to keep it entertaining on, on, uh, on Instagram. You yes. Know, people like good stories. Sometimes I like to tell good stories. Sometimes I tell too good of stories if I have too much wine. So <laughs> and you might be able to pick those out. <laughs> okay. So go through her feed and figure out which one she wrote whenever she was drinking wine. No, you for real need to go follow Tisa. The Onyx, it's at the Onyx Feather on Instagram because I am obsessed with her Instagram. Go look at her product photography too because she just styles everything so beautifully. And I feel like you'll get inspired and, and you'll see maybe what you could do with your product or how you could position your service in a certain way just from her styling. So go check her out and go hang out with her because she's a really cool friend to have. <laughs> Love being on your show. Love being on your show.